Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. My name is Zach Hayden. I am your host today, and this is episode number 16. Episode number 16. For those of you guys who are tuning in new, I know we had a lot of uh, new members um, joining us last week. Um, some of my uh, the hyper crew and some other guys out there. Um, this podcast is just something I'm doing each week. Uh, to get out some information um, of how I'm doing things, what I'm seeing in the martial arts industry, what's going on um, in my head, uh, and um, you know some tips, some things that I think might help you guys as well. So it's not uh, just my thoughts and things, but also um, some things that I think might help. Um, anyways, today I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, tournaments. So, uh, as many of you know, for uh, for me, I am a, an ATA school owner, and that means that we have a, a very um, extensive network of uh, tournaments all around the country, all around the world, really. And uh, in our region, we have uh, five different tournaments, and this weekend was the first tournament in our region for um, the new season. Well... Let me let me first tell you a little a little secret. Um, so I'm just going to share it with you know you guys, you couple hundred people listening, and and the guys tuning in on Periscope live because I, I live broadcast this on Periscope um, while I am recording on Mondays. I was not always a big fan of tournaments. Well, I shouldn't say that. I've always been a big fan of tournaments, going to tournaments, being at the tournament, hanging out with my friends, judging, those kind of things. I've never, or I was not always a big fan of competing at tournaments, and it's still not my favorite part of martial arts. I love going to tournaments. Um, I better. I, I spent many years um, as a uh, the regional um, tournament team leader for my region, and I ran tournaments for a long time, and now I'm... Um, you know, the regional director, and, and so I, I oversee those things. So I really enjoy going to the events, but actually competing at the tournaments was not always um, my favorite thing. Um, and like I said, it's still not necessarily my favorite thing. Um, I wasn't one of those guys who, when I when I got my sixth degree and they didn't have competition on the regional level, you know, I've got friends that are like really bummed that, that they don't have, you know, competition. Uh, I wasn't that bummed, you know. I was okay with with not um, being able to compete at the regional level. Now that being said, I want to talk a little bit about why I think competition is important for high ranks and black belts and school owners specifically, and also why um, there was times that I didn't like it versus times that I did like it. So I. Uh, Let's let's talk first about how I why I didn't necessarily like tournaments all that much. Um, one of the reasons that I didn't like tournaments all that much, um, and this is probably the main reason. One, I didn't do well at tournaments, 
And frankly, if you don't do well at tournaments, you don't like tournaments. But if you don't like tournaments, you don't train to do well. And then if you don't do well, you don't like tournaments. It's a vicious cycle. One year, um, inspired by uh, Tom Kalos and the uh, the Ultimate Black Belt Test, I made the commitment to do my, my Taekwondo form um, a thousand times in one year. And that was the year I started kicking butt at tournaments. My form started scoring well. I started to take home first places. I started to do really well. And surprisingly, I liked competing more. <laughs> so a lot of this... You know, I think a lot of times for for black belts, the competition anxiety comes down to, or the competition, not liking competition, a lot of times comes down to not doing well. And it's totally understandable that as a martial artist, you're not necessarily going to like every event that's at a tournament. Okay, so our our ATA tournaments have forms, sparring, weapons. Um, combat weapons, then we have extreme forms and extreme weapons and co- and uh, creative forms and creative weapons. You are probably not going to be the person who loves all of those events. But if you are a martial artist and love martial arts, I guarantee that one or two of those events are parts of Taekwondo or parts of martial arts that you really love to do. Otherwise, I don't think you'd be in martial arts. You need to find that competition or two and make sure that you compete in it at a high level. And what I mean by high level is not that you have to go to these high level tournaments necessarily, but that you need to put in the effort to to really uh, do your best at these events. And so what I've seen in the in the past, and I was reminded of this weekend as I was at this tournament, is that we as school owners and instructors often don't put in the level of training that we need to when we go to these events. We tell our students about it and we you know, encourage them to do it and then we'll compete sometimes. Um, and we'll compete oftentimes. I see a lot of black belts compete, but we compete you know, just because, you know, just for the heck of it, um, not necessarily competing f- for the event, not necessarily competing to win, you know, to do our best, um, but competing because it's something that we do. And there's three reasons that I think we need to really stop doing that, that we need to make sure that we are going 100% um, and training for these events. Um, even if you're not a big fan of tournaments, um, you know I think you should make an effort to go to a tournament or two a year. I think that you know is is good for us as martial artists. But you need to pick an event, two events that you are going to train for, and you're going to train to win. Now, are you going to win every time? No, certainly not. That's just not going to happen. Um, but you need to put in the effort. Not you know I, I I can't tell you the number of times that I've talked to you know, instructors who said, you know, they haven't done their form since the last time they went to a tournament. Seriously? You know, would we want our instru- our students to do that? Anyways, okay, let, let me get to these three reasons then. So, number one, one reason that you need to make sure that you are training for tournaments at a high level, that you're working hard, that you are intentionally setting the goal to work towards this uh, event at a tournament um, or a couple events at a tournament 
is one for yourself. It is healthy to have good competition. It is healthy to want to win um, as long as you are keeping that in perspective. It is not healthy as a martial artist to go in and not care about your competition. To go in and just go, oh, well, you know, I'm awful. And I've done this. I have done this so many times where I would walk in and be like, oh, I'm just competing because I have to compete and I'm just blah, blah. And I haven't done my form recently and I haven't done this recently and I'm just going because I, I'm, I've got to go. And that's not, that is not good for us as martial artists. We need to make sure that we are in there competing um, with the goal of, you know, winning or, you know, it, at the very least, walking into the ring and going, I know that I prepared for this event. That's the sense that we need to have. You know, you might know that you're not going to win because whatever, that there are these other people in your ring that you know, and it's just not going to happen. I don't know. But you need to walk in the ring and go, I have done everything I can to prepare for this event. That's what we should do as, as martial arts for ourselves. Okay? That is why we should be, um, that's why we should be at a tournament to show that we have prepared for this, that we have worked hard, that we have done the training, and that we are real martial artists, that we have something to show. You know? Our, you know, skills aren't fake. You know, they're not things that, don't work, you know, uh, that that kind of drives me nuts. It's a pet peeve of mine, you know, it's something that we've been hammering in our organization for a while, is this idea that, you know, you're, you're the, the moves that you do have to, these things have to work. You can't just look fancy, you know, and you shouldn't look like you're dancing or anything like that. You're, you're martial artists, and you need to show up uh, and look good doing it. And obviously, you're looking good doing it, and my looking good doing it could be different. But how much time did you take to prepare? You know, if you're not confident with your material, you probably didn't take enough time to prepare. That's probably just the case. Okay, and that's not good for you as an individual. Now, the second reason you need to make sure that you go to a tournaments and you show up ready to compete at a high level, that you show up and go, hey, I've trained and I've worked hard for this event. The second reason is for your students or for other students who are watching you. You are a black belt at, at tournaments. You are you know, someone who people are looking to. Other students are looking to. Your students are looking to. Parents and other you know martial arts are looking at you during your competition and they need to look at you and go hey you don't look ridiculous you know you oh man that person you know is a good martial artist that's what they should think when they see you your students should be inspired by watching you compete right? other other people need to look at you and go oh man you know i don't want to you know get in a fight with them or I don't want to meet them in a dark alley somewhere or something like that. You need to be demonstrating the skills, demonstrating the the uh, integrity of the art to your students and to the other people watching at tournaments. 
you know, I, I've, I, I take this more seriously now than I did, you know, two years ago. Um, and some of that is because of, of my rank now and just how I think about things. But I don't want a parent um, or a white belt walking around the tournament watching this and looking at black belt rings and going, what are they doing? Is that, is that Taekwondo? Is that martial arts? That doesn't look very impressive at all. You know, we need to be training uh, hard, training for these tournaments for ourselves, but then for our students and for the other students watching so that they can see what it means to be a black belt, what it means um, to to strive for excellence. That's what we, we talk about at my school all the time. We need to show them what that what that looks like. We should not be showing them what it looks like to show up to a tournament, not having worked on our forms, not having, you know, trained in our sparring or weapons or whatever competition you're doing, show up not, you know, prepared, you know, and not taking it seriously. Uh, we need to show them what it looks like to take it seriously because that's, they're learning from us by example. They're, they're watching us and they're learning what a martial artist should look like from us. And competition, a lot of times, is the only time they see us com uh, show our stuff, you know, because we're teaching them all the time. And that's a place that we need to show, we need to go, and we need to be working on impressing our students, not disappointing them. So that's the second reason we need to take these serious, these tournaments seriously and make sure that we're really working hard um, and showing up to tournaments looking our very best. The, the third reason... You know, I kind of mentioned before, but is this, we need to be doing this for the integrity of our art, for the integrity of our organization, if you're part of a, a large martial arts organization or, or a small martial arts organization. We need to be doing this for the integrity of the, the larger um, mission, whether that be our school, um, uh, our region, our, our, you know, the whole arts of of martial arts whatever it might be we need to be holding that up you know we need to be making sure that we're not a disappointment or or not taking seriously the things that have been passed down to us for you know tens of years hundreds of years thousands of years whatever it might be depending on your art you know we need to make sure that we're taking that seriously so these are things that have been passed down for generations. These are things that people take very seriously. And for us to show up at a tournament and disrespect it because we're not working, we're not showing up to a tournament prepared. That's the biggest thing. We need to show up as school owners, as instructors, as black belts. We have to show up to these tournaments uh, looking our very best. We have to show our students, our organization, ourselves, what it means to be a person who trains hard to show off uh, these techniques. We need to live what we preach to, to our students, to everybody else. We need to make sure that we're showing that um, in reality at these events. For some of you, that's not a problem at all. That's what you, you love to do. 
You know, I, I know plenty of uh, school owners and instructors out there that are high-level tournament competitors. That's the, one of their favorite things to do. But I also know the other side. And and I came from the other side. You know, it, tournaments, like I said, are not my favorite things to do. Um, I love going to tournaments. I love organizing them. I love participating and seeing all my friends and judging and all those things. But, um, you know, I have to work to get myself in the proper mindset for a tournament to make sure that I'm training at the level I should so that I go and I represent myself and my school and my students and my organization well at a tournament. That, I have to make sure that I, I take that time to, to do it properly. For some of you out there, that's not a big issue. That's not something that you struggle with. But I know there's a huge section of, of black belts out there that, that is a struggle. That is something that they... They don't take as seriously as they should, especially school owners and instructors, because they spend so much time teaching. They they spend so much time, you know, getting things organized and whatnot that they don't spend the time training themselves and taking it seriously. And sometimes they sign up for events at a tournament that they they're not serious about, and then just doing it for kicks and giggles. Um, and and I don't think that necessarily represents themselves well. I think it, that's. This is a, a subject that we need to make sure that we we discuss with our our other instructors at our schools. With you know maybe have a um, you know a heart to heart with yourself and where do you lie on this spectrum of um, competing at tournaments and how you feel about it and such. Now, for those of you who are in an organization that has um, you know a tournament circuit, this might not be a big deal, um, but maybe you organize. You know your own inner school tournaments, um, where you are um, having your own school, or maybe inviting some other schools to and compete with you. That might not be a place that you're able to compete because there aren't people at your level, um, but it is a place that you can do a demonstration uh, of your material, and that's something that you need to take seriously and and really show um, the quality of your training and such. You know, the, the underlying message here is that we as martial arts school owners and instructors, we have to make sure that we're taking our own training seriously. And we are the, the product, you know, that we're, we're selling to our students. Um, and a tournament is a perfect opportunity for us to show how amazing the product is or how lame it is if you don't take it seriously. Um, that's important, you know, and, and I see that at tournaments every time I go. I see some some people who just, you know, show an amazing product. And then I see people who didn't take take it seriously and, you know, kind of kind of joked around with it. And I don't think that that inspires people. I don't think that in in you know, builds up the martial arts and what it should be. So that's the podcast episode today all about tournaments. Um, I, I wanted to talk about this. I had some other stuff that I, I thought I'd do first, but uh, I was at a tournament this weekend, and so this was on my mind, and I wanted to make sure that I, I talked about it while it was fresh in my mind. Like I said, this is Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner, so you're going to hear the good, the bad, the ugly. It's all you know, raw, uncut. It, it's my thoughts on things. <laughs> I'm sure at some point it will get me in trouble, but who knows. I did, here at the end of the episode, want to point you towards a resource that you might find useful. Um, you can go to mediacompany.me, so mediacompany.me slash videos. And here you can see a bunch of videos that I've created 
that I use in my own school's marketing and that I've had a bunch of other school owners really like. I, I just started making them for myself um, and putting them out there on my Facebook channel and, and YouTube and stuff for my school. And then I had a bunch of school owners say, hey, hey, those are awesome. Can you make one for me? And I said, sure. And so I started selling them. Um, so if you want to check them out, I just made a new back to school one that I, I really kind of, I really love the script of this back to school one personally. Um, so you can check out the back to school one. I'm not sure it's on that page. Um, but if you go to mediacompany.me slash videos, you will see uh, probably our two most popular ones is the I have a secret one. And the one uh, about how much does your martial arts program cost, those two have been super popular. Lots of school owners have, have purchased those two, and we've got them customized for them. The back-to-school one I'm going to post um, in our uh, private Facebook group. So if you want to check out the back-to-school one, you can check that out at the um, our private Facebook group. You can find that at mediacompany.me slash group. And uh, check that out there. So if you want one of those, right now is a great time. It's back to school season. Uh, they're perfect for uploading onto Facebook and using as a um, promoted um, video on Facebook. Put them on your YouTube channel or embed them on your website. Um, so mediacompany.me slash videos. I want to thank all of you who have uh, given us ratings or reviews. I think we're up to uh, we got three or four uh, written reviews, which are fantastic, and uh, um, more than that on the, uh, the just the ratings. So if you would head over to iTunes and give us a rating, I'd really appreciate it. Um, you know, um, this has been fun. I, I hope if you get the opportunity, you can tune in to the live Periscope broadcast next Monday while I record this and uh, check it out then too. Until next week, guys, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.